hello, hello, and welcome back to Creator's Spicy Tea, where we come together to share the tips, the tricks, and advice, most importantly, where we help keep each other sane in this wild, wild world of spicy content creation. So, today, we are starting our four-part series on social media platforms. Everyone knows the general concept. It's something like 80% promo, 20% content creation, or 70% promo, 30% content creation. There is really no lie to those crazy ratios. Promo has to be a huge main focus in order to gain a following on your paid platforms. If no one knows you are out there, if no one knows you have that paid platform, no one will know what they're missing. So we promote our asses off. And we do said promotion mainly on social media sites. So the big four social media sites for promotion, mind you, this is as of August 2023, are Twitter, Reddit, Instagram, and TikTok. And every single one of these platforms have a different style for promoting and different rules and different terms of service to follow. So... Over this four-part series, we're going to break down these big four together, one episode at a time. And today, we are covering my internet home, Reddit. So, what is Reddit, and what makes it different from the other platforms? Well, Reddit is one very, very giant community made up of around 56 million active users daily. This giant community is then broken down into smaller, categorized subgroups, which are called subreddits. These subreddits can host multiple forms of content. They can host links, photos, videos, and text posts, all of which, as creators, we can utilize for promoting. Whereas most social media platforms are geared more towards showing your uncategorized posts to your followers and then recommending it to certain parts of the masses, Reddit is more focused on building a presence or even virality in subreddits to then build a solid profile, which we use as our landing page. So, what even are subreddits? We know they are sub-communities of Reddit as a whole, but how are they different? So you will find that each subreddit has a content rating of either safe for work or not safe for work. Safe for work represents the things you wouldn't really mind your coworkers seeing, at most PG-13. Not safe for work is everything else. It's pornographic content, it is graphic content, etc., etc. It is the things you do not open when you are in the office. (laughs) The subreddits also have very vastly different themes of content from each other. So the subreddit themes are numerous and varied. Everything from news to memes to selfies to spicy content. All content that you post in each subreddit must relate or contribute to that theme 
and follow the content rating. So a quick example of that would be r slash high heels, which is a safe for work sub. So you can only post PG-13 and under content that must show high heels. It's called high heels. However, if we look at a very similar sub, r slash high heels GW, which stands for Gone Wild, they have the same theme, high heels, but different content ratings. So to match with their community, your content there should be for those 18 plus, but again, sticking with the theme, must have high heels. So who takes care of all these subreddits? Who moderates all these posts and makes sure everything is fitting inside the community? There are moderators in every active subreddit. So moderators are volunteers for Reddit who have some back-end access to their designated subreddit. They watch over and approve or deny every post or comment that comes into the community. They make sure all of the themes and all of the rules are enforced. That's right, I said rules. So there is two parts to the rules of Reddit and subreddit. Reddit itself, as a platform, has a set of rules to follow. I'm going to link these in the description box for you to review. And you absolutely should review these just as you should be reviewing the terms of service for every single platform you use. And then, not only do we have Reddit as a platform's rules, we also have rules for just about every subreddit. It is exceptionally imperative that you read the rules of the subreddits before posting or commenting on anything. Every sub is different. You have to make sure you are following those rules of that community. You can upvote or downvote things without really worrying, but any further participation into the community has to follow that community's rules. Those rules are then, again, enforced by the moderators of the subreddit, and your content or comments are either approved or removed or marked as spam, which we very, very much do not want to be marked as spam, as our accounts can then be flagged or even deleted. So if the moderators remove your post for any rule breaking, whether it's intentional or otherwise, you can be temporarily banned, permanently banned, or even just have that post removed with no other consequences. Little warning about that. Moderators do not like getting extra work due to repeated rule breaking. They're not being paid. So anyone who's giving them extra work very likely will be banned if they are repeatedly breaking those rules. That's just something very important to keep in mind. Another important thing about getting banned from subreddits, if a single one of your accounts is banned, every one of your accounts is banned from that subreddit. You cannot just make another account and rejoin that community. Don't get me wrong, there are ways to get around this, 
but I honestly doubt it's worth the effort when there are so many other communities to join, aka so many other fresh sets of eyes on your content. Another very important thing to know about subreddits is that some do require verification. Reddit as a platform itself does not require any verification from you other than the implied consent to their terms of service by using the platform. However, some subreddits will require further verification from you. So this is very often to verify identity, that you are in fact you and not a bot, or it's to verify age. This is very, very common in not safe for work subreddits to verify that you're above the age of consent to post any adult content and that you are willingly and consensually posting the content yourself and somebody else isn't doing it. Verification, notoriously a giant pain in the ass, but absolutely worth it. Absolutely worth it. Many verification requirements include account age, so the age of your Reddit account, regular posting history to see that you're an active member of Reddit as a whole, and your karma. And I know what you're thinking, if you are new to Reddit, what the hell is karma? So let's dig into that. So what is karma? Karma is a reflection of your contribution to the Reddit community as a whole and your contribution in each individual subreddit. That karma score or those karma points are then further broken down into your comment karma, your posting karma, and this is soon to be old news because this is a feature going out the door, but awarder and award e karma. So, your karma breakdown, if you ever get curious and need to know where you're at for verification, is on your profile page. You can find it both on mobile and on desktop. So a lot of subreddits require you to have a certain amount of both posting and comment karma in order to verify in their subreddits. So many safe for work and not safe for work have it strict enough with their karma requirements that you cannot even comment on a post if you have too low karma. Why? So this is to help keep out trolls, spam, bots, things like that that are overall not great for the community and just a nuisance. So when it comes to the ranges of karma points, there's just no cap on how much you can earn. But Keep this in mind, you can absolutely have negative karma and a negative karma score. So how do we determine our karma? How do we get karma? How do we lose karma? We know that karma is a reflection of your contribution to the community, be that via award, comment, or post. When you have posted content and or commented, other Reddit users, fondly known as Redditors, will either upvote, downvote, award, for now, or in other ways engage with your comment or content. The more upvotes you receive, the more karma. 
the more down votes you receive, the more negative karma. But please keep in mind, this is not a one-to-one ratio. So let's say you receive 6,000 upvotes. You're not going to automatically gain 6,000 karma points. And I believe from the research I saw, there is a 5K limit to how much karma you can earn in one post. The sources for that, again, will be in the description box below. Receiving awards will also give you karma points based on the individual award and what it's worth. As content creators, we are absolutely going to need to build up our karma as very, very, very many not safe for work subreddits, including most all direct selling subreddits, require karma minimums as part of their verification. And very, very much of our promotion will be done in these subs. So we do have to build up that base karma. There are so many ways you can start building your karma score. But the number one tip I can give you is to find communities you genuinely enjoy, you genuinely are interested in, and contribute to them. Get to know the platform as a member first before you dive in as a promoter. So a very easy way to start building karma is commenting and posting in safe Fort work subreddits. That is what helped start my path to success. And every single sale and every single subscriber I have has come from Reddit. Mind you, I keep my other socials alive, not necessarily thriving, because why? Golden rule, we never put all our eggs in one basket. Diversify, diversify, diversify. So I started by posting in Safe for Work, and I want to go a little bit in depth into my method and my progression I used to build a successful community on Reddit. How did I build my Reddit community? Like I said, I started by finding subreddits that I loved and had a genuine interest in. They were all safe for work, and they were things along the lines of r slash food porn, r slash r slash most beautiful and a giant handful more. And after some time, commenting on them, upvoting them, engaging with other people's posts, I started posting myself in the ones I could. Mostly in things that had to do with food and photography, nothing of my face. I just wanted to start building my base to my safe for work slash not safe for work hybrid profile. Keep in mind... Not everyone does hybrid profiles on Reddit. That is actually in the minority, but we will touch on it in a little bit of detail. So, after a while of this safe for work posting, I began adding in more of my interests where I could start showing myself more often. Just to begin to put a face to the profile and still continue building that karma up. 
I was an active commenter before I started this in r slash made me smile. So just made sense to start posting there when I had big life achievements. My highest achieving post in that sub, which definitely launched my profile to a significantly wider audience, peaked at 27k upvotes and was mentioned and talked about on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram by those, you know, quote unquote news sites that comment on internet news. That boosted my karma fantastically. And my profile engagement went up enough that I could then begin posting in just about any subreddits I wanted. I am very much bummed, very much bummed that once I came out with NSFW, not safe for work content, I was banned from Made Me Smile. And I am bummed because that would be a very great boost again. (laughs) No. While I had started posting more of my face and more of myself personally, I did still focus very heavily on other content other than me. All safe for work still for quite a while while I built up my business plan and strategy and content and other socials. I did, however, have a link tree in my bio which did help get the ball rolling a little bit. So then I started to introduce not safe for work content. When I did that, I made a pinned post on my profile, letting all of my followers that I had built up know that there was going to be not safe for work content on my profile going forward because I wanted to let everyone know that there was going to be changes and if in any way not safe for work content would make them uncomfortable, triggered, or very importantly, if they were under 18, they were warned and asked not to follow any longer and not to interact. I received so many comments on that post saying so many of my followers were sticking around because they already loved my content and they were so excited to see more. My first handful of subscribers were the ones who commented on that post and I still have very many of those subscribers to this day. So, I slowly began adding more and more not safe for work content into the still existing safe for work content. And nowadays, I think it's a fair balance to say I post about 40% safe for work and about 60% not safe for work. So why I did this, why I went through this longer process was to let subscribers and buyers get to know me as a whole person and not just as a content creator. I cannot tell you how much positive feedback I have gotten on this from them. I have been told the reason they chose to subscribe or purchase or work with me is because I, and this is in huge heavy quotations, seem like a real person. 
I have been told it was because they loved what I was sharing. They loved that I was sharing who I am and they wanted to see the other side of me. I've even been told they subscribed because they felt like they knew me more as a person. All right, so that hybrid option is not the only option. Very, very, very many creators have an account where they post only their promotion, only their ads, only content. This is very common with faceless creators. And then if they have that only promotion content profile, they will then have a separate personal account. So when it comes to the hybrid option and the promo forward account option, I've seen great success with both. It genuinely comes down to your comfort level. We do have a third option. Another one I have seen work is someone having a face forward safe for work account where the only indication they are a creator is a link tree or equivalent in their bio. And then they have a second promo account that is not safe for work, but faceless. So if a subscriber wants to put those two together, they have to subscribe to the OnlyFans to see it all put together. I have seen this do wonderfully. Okay, we have the basic rundown of what is Reddit, what is Karma, all that good stuff. So let's check out our profiles more in depth. Your profile should be considered a landing page for potential subscribers and buyers. The goal is for them to see you in a subreddit, then come to your profile, see the content on your profile, be interested in that, and then head to your subscription platform. Your profile is a compilation of every single one of your posts and comments that you put in other subreddits. Every single thing you say and post in every single subreddit, except private ones, is visible to visitors of your profile page. So keep that in mind. Your profile also has two awesome sections that we're gonna touch on here, your bio section and your link section. So let's dig into your bio. It should tell potentials about who you are, not just what you create. So for example, in mine, I listed a handful of hobbies and then in that list, I added in that I'm an adult content creator. That way it is less glaring for when I'm posting in safer work subs, but also still prevalent enough for those who came looking to see that you do make content. So if you are a safe for work account only, there should be no mention of adult content in your bio. So I add in my bio that I am an adult content creator. When my profile was purely safe for work, what I said was I was a model 
and I got away with it and it worked perfectly. And even if you have a promo-only account, you should still be candid about yourself. Safe and private, but candid. The buyers and subscribers come to us over free porn because we are more real to them. They want to know us, or at least they want to know our alter egos. But always remember, only share to the level you feel comfortable with. That is our bio section. So then we have our links section. If you are a hybrid or a safe for work promo account, you are going to want a link tree or an equivalent link hosting site. This lets you fly a little bit under the radar in safe for work subs. Moderators of safe for work subreddits tend not to love us creators, and they can be absolutely ban happy for even the slightest thing. So, if you have any suspicion on you or you have mods going to your profile for any reason, it's a lot less likely for them to see the subscription platform link and immediately ban you. And yes, that happens. They will discriminate, even if it is not in the rules, even if there were no mistakes on your part. Unfortunately, that is just a bit of reality that we do have to be prepared for. Along with your subscription platform link and your link tree, you can absolutely put your backup account link as well. But make sure that link hosting site is first. That way it is sure to be seen on the mobile app, which tends to squish those links. If your account is purely promotion, I wouldn't really worry as much about trying to keep it low key. However, having that link hosting site is so beneficial because you can check out more detailed traffic analytics of each link. It would be totally up to you if you also wanted to post the subscription platform link as well as the link hosting site because, kind of a little rule here, the fewer clicks it takes for a potential buyer to get to your subscription platform, the better. All right, as for your profile picture and your banner, if you have a safe for work promo profile or even a hybrid, I would keep it 100% safe for work. Keep that profile picture and that banner under PG-13 even, I would say G-rated. However, if you have a promotion-only account, you can go a little more lewd, but still, stop at lewd. Remember, Reddit is so wishy-washy about not safe for work content, and they are not a fan of Reddit being used for promotion other than their own ads. So keep it hot, keep it sexy, but keep it under the radar. So speaking of how we're going to use that promo, let's actually dig in on how to promo on Reddit. So we're going to dig in on a couple of the options for promoting on Reddit. So as I said previously, you have the promotion only accounts 
the Safe for Work promotion accounts with only that link in the links. And you have hybrid accounts like what I have, which is part safe for work, part not safe for work. So let's start with what I personally started with, a safe for work only a promotion account with the link. So I would still post in subreddits that had my interest like food or photography. But when I started promoting a little more, I was also promoting in selfie subreddits and makeup subreddits, fashion subreddits, etc, etc. So subreddits that were 100% safe for work, but showed my face and my body to help pique interest. And then at this time, I had my DMs on for this purpose exactly. I would go from my DMs, I would direct those who would message me first to my link in bio, very kindly and conversationally say, that's really the only place I can respond right now. So meet me over there. I was very kind and conversational because that's my brand. However, I definitely know those who simply say, I don't respond here often, but check out links in bio. And then they cut conversation. There are also people who do not have their DMs on. I have seen that work all three of those ways. So it is entirely up to you. If you have that safer work promotion account, it should be sneaky as all hell. I am talking Instagram sneaky. That link hosting site should be your only tell. Everything else should be handled in DMs. Don't get me wrong. I would mention having photo shoots to go to and things like that to drum up a few more people wanting to know, well, what was the shoot for in my DMs? But I kept it casual as possible. And then after I had that safer work account, I transferred to a hybrid account. So we're going to focus on hybrid account promotions now. With this, you can be more liberal with where you post regardless of if you are a nude or non-nude promoter. Not safe for work subreddits are open up to you if you are a hybrid promoter, along with safe for work subreddits. So keep in mind, you must, must, must follow all of those safe for work subreddit rules to a T, because if you become an issue to the mods for even half a second, you're going to be banned. The tiniest issue, ban. You are also going to want to keep a relatively even, if not slightly skewed, balance of the two categories, safe for work and not safe for work. So where do we post? You're going to want to dig into what subreddits fit you as a creator, what subreddits fit your niche, what subreddits fit your brand, things along those lines. Look for the slightly smaller subreddits and give those a try if you fit them. You are more likely to be seen in those smaller subreddits and you are more likely to have more positive engagement than the huge ones where you can easily get lost in a sea of content. Remember, while you are posting that not safe for work promotion, you're also going to want to be posting in that safe for work subreddits to help keep that healthy balance. So then we have promotion only accounts. 
they have free range in the not safe for work categories of subreddits. But trying to sneak in some safe for work in a fully not safe for work profile can be very, very risky and very easily lead to a ban. So just as with the hybrid account I mentioned, you're going to look for subreddits you fit in, your niche, brand, what services you provide. And again, 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 I can say it a million times, don't overlook the smaller subs. You are very likely to gain traction there if you fit. So just a couple quick notes on subreddits to post in versus not to post in, and just some creator reticate. So etiquette for Reddit. Number one here, and it's one of my biggest pet peeves I see on Reddit, do not, do not go into a subreddit that was clearly not created for you and post. That's shitty behavior. There is a place for you, but that's not it. There is a place for you to have your spotlight. That's not it. So for an example of that, Let's say a bleached blonde bimbo branded creator goes and posts in a alt goth creator subreddit. They don't fit there. That is not where they belong. Or let's say something I see very often that drives me crazy. Someone very, very slim posting in a curvy subreddit. Like I said, there is a place for you to have your spotlight. But that's not it. The second note, do not, do not, do not put your link to your description platform underneath another creator's post. No, ew, don't do that. Do not try and steal from another creator or poach from another creator. That's horrific. Third little note here, beyond just posting for your niche and your brand, also find subreddits to reflect what your content is. So when I personally started adding in Not Safe for Work, it was highly artistic shots of shibari and things like that because I am a fetish and kink creator and I wanted to show what I could provide. And then we have a couple questions that always come up with Reddit promotion because Reddit, basically you can post what you want. You can be as naked as you want. You can be doing what you want as long as it's not illegal and it follows terms of service and subreddit rules, you can post what you want. So a question I hear a lot, should I promo on Reddit nude or not? Bad news. Honey, that is entirely up to you and your comfort level. I have seen success both ways, and I have seen those with less success both ways. I personally am a lewd promoter, so I only post in things like lingerie or boudoir shots, never nudity. If they want to see that, they can pay for it. Next question I hear a lot. Should I be faceless in promotion or not? Bad news again. That is completely up to you 
and what you have decided in your business strategy. So a quick tip, you can absolutely choose to listen to this or not. Don't bother posting in subreddits with OnlyFans or similar platform in the name. So OnlyFans 101, OnlyFans Gone Wild, OnlyFans Petite, things like that. Not only are they insanely oversaturated to the point that it is very easy to get lost in the sea of content, but also a huge portion of the traffic to these subreddits is other creators, not so many buyers or subscribers. All right, my last note here before we go to close out in the description box, I am going to put some resources on finding subreddits to post in that I definitely know will help. When it comes to Reddit, the hardest part is the beginning and building up that karma. The absolute best, easiest, and most recommended way I have seen to build that karma is, as I mentioned, start in safe for work subs, commenting and posting, then move to not safe for work. After that, once you have that karma built up, go with your business plan, go with your strategy, find the subreddits that fit your niche, and find your community. There is absolutely a community for you on this platform. You just have to find it. Thank you guys so incredibly, incredibly much for sitting with me through all of this Reddit rambling. I really hope it helped in some ways. And as I said before, the sources for all of this information will be in the description box. Alrighty. Thank you again. This has been Allie with Creator Spicy Tea. I very much appreciate you sitting with me. Have a very good day, y'all.